Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 1235 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stopper, Brendan Escott with you and Oilers Now, where guests receive guest certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Roos Chris is open for takeout and delivery through DoorDash. Maggie Taylor and Chef Altoff will take care of you at Roos Chris. They're open Wednesday through Sunday from uh, 5 p.m. till 10 p.m. Uh, Brendan, just give me the word. Are we good? All good. We go to Sportsnet's Mark Spector for the horses in Horse Racing Alberta. The horses remain in training. They continue receiving the utmost in care. Stay safe, and we'll see you at the races when it's safe to do so. All right, Speck, uh, let's get right to it. Your thoughts on the conclusion of the series last night, uh, the Edmonton Oilers swept by the Winnipeg Jets. Well, it's funny, you know, it's it's if you just judge them on any one game in the series, you'd say, okay, you know what, that's fine. They've played a good game or whatever. It's it's sort of a, the question I come out of the series with Bob is pretty clear. How come whenever that big goal was needed, right? How come whenever the score was tied and we were playing next goal wins hockey, four nights in a row Winnipeg got that goal? And that to me is... You know, if you can find the answer to that question, you're long ways to figuring out uh, how to get the orders deeper into the playoffs next time around. Uh, we've been at this a long time, Mark. We both grew up around the same program, uh, a program that, frankly, had greater depth than everybody else and didn't always win. <laughs> because, now, the nature of that tournament was such that single-game elimination, anything can happen. We just watched a goaltender, and I'm not making excuses here for Edmonton. Winnipeg won the series in four straight games. They have the deeper team. I know you'll concede that. But we also saw Vezina Trophy caliber goaltending out of Connor Hellebuck. Would you not agree? Oh, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. But I, I'm going to mitigate that by saying, you know, if if although he was fabulous, I don't think that I blame Mike Smith. I don't think I look at the goaltending matchup and say, I guess you'd have to say Hellebuck was that much better than Smith, I suppose. You have to say that for sure. But I don't look at the series and say Edmonton didn't get the goaltending they needed to win. Mike Smith gave up goals that Connor Hellebuck didn't give up. 
You know, I don't, uh, frankly, as good as Hellebuck was, Mike Smith came awfully close to making it a tie. Close enough in my books that when looking for issues for the Edmonton Oilers, I think I move on from goaltending in that series. Bob, I don't, I don't, I, yes, they lost the battle. No, they didn't lose the battle to an extent that I feel like it cost them any games. Is that fair? Were the Jets deeper, Mark? Oh, no doubt. They've been deeper all year long. They're a deeper program. They've they've been building for longer. They've had the same GM for a longer time. They've been building with Craig Heisinger, their assistant GM, for, for several years. They're a four-year playoff team, not a you know one- or two-year playoff team. Yes, they're deeper. They We've known they were deeper since the season began, and what this drives home, Bob, is just how important depth is in the playoffs and how in the regular season you can have it or you can get away without it, but in the playoffs, depth wins. There's just no doubt about it. Well, you mentioned Shovel Day off and Heisinger, and Heisinger is an interesting one because he worked his way up from the equipment uh, position, equipment manager's position in that market, and he is an absolute grinder. And despite the fact that they have the wealthiest owner in the NHL, which most of our American uh, media brethren are completely ignorant of they are not a team that spends nor flaunts in that fashion they expect people to grind and to me that's part of the reason why they've been successful they fight for every inch and and you look at the the veterans they added they didn't overspend on thompson and lewis now they didn't use those guys in overtime last night but those guys played a huge factor in winning game one expect the jets had 200 games of playoff experience on their fourth line last night the Oilers did not have 200 games of playoff experience uh, with their entire forward core. And that, too, is another illustration. So we can see the Jets have greater depth. We can see that they've been building their program. Uh, we can see that the goaltending was good for both teams. A little bit better. 950 save percentage, Mark, is a 950 save percentage. You can't knock that down much, can you? Uh, there has been some criticism directed Dave Tippett's way. I, I got to tell you, I, I'm, I think the guy's part of the reason why this organization has been as competitive as it's been in the regular season. Do you think it's uh, – what do you think of the, the people that are sitting there texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line saying, I don't like how Dave Tippett handled things here in the playoffs? Oh, my goodness. Like, look, you can always – this is a Canadian market, so there's a – you know, there's half a million coaches in this town. I get it. Um, and we feel free to criticize the coach. The coaches make decisions. We watch how it unfolds, and then we look back, you know, with history on our side, right, with 2020 vision, and we can pick him apart on some things he did. Sure you can. Absolutely. But anyone, you know, the Edmonton Oilers have had seven coaches in the last decade, Bob. Seven head coaches have stood behind that bench in 10 years. We know what that did to the organization. We know where it got Edmonton, right? A firm seat in the number one draft position in the National Hockey League. That's where all those coaches got you. So anyone sitting out there right now who's saying they should replace Dave Tippett, you haven't been paying attention, and I'll take it a step further. You don't have a hot clue, right, about coaching and and stability and what an organization requires. They need the same coach for a while in this organization. The last thing, I mean, the last thing this organization should do. I could think of 50 things, Bob before you fire a head coach here. Not even in the realm of what should be happening around here. Now, here is an illustration of the accru- uh, the improvement that has occurred under Dave's watch. Ready, Spec? The winning percentage the year uh, that Ken Hitchcock finished, 482. 
Tips first year 585, this year 643. The goals for has gone from 2.79 to 3.16 to 3.27. The goals against has dropped from 3.31 to 3.03 to 2.75. The power play has been has gone from ninth to first and first the last two years. Uh, Glenn Gullitson, a former NHL head coach, uh, runs that power play. The penalty kill under Jim Playfair went from 30th to second. It was ninth this year and closed like a house on fire. Could have been a little bit better in the playoffs. Probably gave up one too many to Winnipeg in the playoffs, playoff series, but nonetheless was better. Save percentage went from 896 to 905 to 910. They were in the top 11 in points percentage, goals for, goals against, power play, and penalty kill and save percentage this season, Mark. The one area, the one area where they weren't in the top 11 was shots for and against. Now, some might say that's just, you got guys like Drysaddle McDavid, they're going for higher-grade scoring opportunities, and others might say that's an illustration of the fact that they can't roll line after line after line and come at you the way teams like Colorado and Carolina. What would you say to that? Yeah, I know that's a depth. To me, that's the, exactly what you said. The top line in Edmonton doesn't shoot the puck much. You know, they don't need to. They wait and shoot it once. Uh, and there's no, we've said it before, the depth the guys didn't have the puck enough, didn't get enough shots. Uh, that's fine. You know, that's, that's, I would take all those improvements, Bob, that you just listed over a two-year period. Uh, you know, playoff success notwithstanding, if if with this conversation is relegated to talking about the regular season, this team has become a way better hockey team than it was before the this coaching staff arrived, before Ken Hall arrived. Uh, they're doing a good job. Anyone who wants to fire them, it doesn't have a hot clue. All right. So that said, you got to factor a bit as to what happened in the playoff series. I think that's fair. I think part of what happened is, and we'll get more to this a little bit later on, but I want to get into some specific thoughts on some things, Mark. Some people would say, okay, so, you know, Winnipeg had better goaltending. We can see that though Smith wasn't a factor in the Oilers' demise. Um, Winnipeg's deeper. Okay. Did the Oilers get enough out of their top guys? Because often that's the play that a lot of guys have, uh, is is blame the top guys. Is it fair to blame the top guys in this series? No, the top guys were excellent, you know, defensively in this series. They were very good. Uh, and they produced as much as they could produce. You know, I think I think now... I think you know, how would I say they're they're all around game of let's who's the top guys we're talking about two players here the all around game of Drysdale McDavid is vastly improved vastly improved and they they are productive now what has to happen is they need the help right they need guys around them they need if if Winnipeg's going to sell out Check and Drysdale and McDavid as they did uh, they need guys around them to produce. They need uh, enough good forwards that the coach doesn't feel he has to play them on the same line. To me, Bob, we can the whole in a nutshell what has to happen in Edmonton this summer. They got to get enough good top six forwards in this town so you can play McDavid and Drysaddle on separate lines. If you have to put them on the same line, you are it is a, a, an admission of weakness and it makes your team worse instead of better. When they're on separate lines and they're everybody's rolling, this is a far, far more dangerous team. I don't blame Tippett for doing it because he doesn't have the horses to do it, right? We've This team has put a coach into the playoffs with not nearly enough options, and then all the people who watch the games go, look at all the dumb things that coach is doing with his lineup. Well, he's working with an inferior lineup. 
He's playing the piano as fast as he can. You know, if he had a four lines he could count on, he wouldn't have to flip them around all the time. If he had a bunch of defensemen, he could. If Ethan Bear could have been counted on, he would have been playing. But as he he went into the lineup as a top pairing defenseman in Game Three, Bob had a lousy Game Three, gave up the crucial giveaway in Game Four, and then you wonder why he's not playing in overtime. I can tell you why he's not playing in overtime. He lost a job. That's why. So yeah. don't blame the coach for that. Right? It's about the player. All right, when we come back, we'll talk about another aspect. We'll tease it. A bunch of you have referenced it, some would say. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's just a loser's lament. Bob Stoffer, Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec for the Horses and Horse Race in Alberta. It's 1246 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Let's get to two quick texts. You never know who's going to reach out and text you. This text comes in on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Colin says, anybody uh, ripping on Holland? He used a different word that I don't like using. Uh, anybody ripping on Holland or calling for Tippett to be replaced should have their Twitter account suspended and their Facebook locked down immediately. Good grief. Brad texts the show to say, I'm not too upset. Ken Holland has been patching this team up with $1 million players the last two years, and now we're entering the exciting time for the team where Holland can add a legitimate top six goal scorer, a legitimate starting goaltender, a legitimate third-line center. The Oilers have prospects like Holloway, Broberg, etc. coming through the system. They are just going to get better. Well, uh, some would say I'm full of crap for implying the same sort of thing, but I, I concur with you. We're going to bring back aboard Mark Spector for the horses in horse racing Alberta. The horses remain in training. They continue receiving the utmost in care. Stay safe, and we'll see at the races when it's safe to do so. So, Speck, just before we – I think we'll save the – all right. Uh, where, what do they target? We'll save that. We're going to have a, you know lots of chances to talk here between now and basically the first week of August when we're going to shut things down in, uh, the second week of August after the Battle of Alberta Golf Tournament and a special retirement night for somebody uh, here in town. But uh, I, I got to uh, I got to uh, uh, just just ask you one thing. You know, some people would say you only go as good as your top guys and. Uh, I think we've addressed hockey is not basketball. The top guys don't play 75% of the minutes or 80% of the minutes or 90% of the minutes in basketball. The other thing about basketball is the star players get calls. Losers lament to blame the refs. The refs didn't cost the Oilers the, uh, the, the series. But were you surprised that Connor McDavid did not draw one penalty call in a four-game series? Yeah, it's fair to say that. It's, it's fair to look at, at the totality of the series. And all the times that he gets knocked, you know, impeded and held, and it's clearly the game plan of, and it will be the game plan of every team that plays Edmonton. It, I, did we lose Mark? I believe we lost, or did we lose me? No, you're uh, you're still on. Let me figure it out. 
Well, we're getting some electrical work done in the house, Brendan. That's why I'm wondering whether or not it might have been, it might have been me that got shut down. I will tell you that every day we do the Oilers Now Injury Report. It's brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. For every goal that the Oilers score, James H. Brown will donate $100 to the 630 Chad Santa's Anonymous campaign. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Special thanks to Trent Brown and Jim Brown for supporting the 630 Chad's Santa's Anonymous all season long here on 630 Chad and on Oilers Now. Keep texting us at 780-496-0063. I think we're looking to just renegotiate uh, contact. Uh, this text says Mark, Spe- Mark, Spec- Mark Spector never sounded better. Uh, it was like the time when I was doing Golden Bears play-by-play early in my career. And the one and only, I can't believe this, I got another call. Uh, I got another call from a guy I haven't heard from forever. Uh, but uh, just now he's coming in, he doesn't realize uh, that I'm on the air. But I'll, I'll get back to you, big guy. Anyhow, Spec, we had a text say you've never sounded better. That's not true. Uh, that's a harsh statement. So we lost the line. Let's get back to what you're saying. You know, you, you, you don't blame officiating. It's a loser's lament. But is there something to how hockey makes? There's, do you think at times the star players almost have to go through more than other sports to get calls? And that was evidenced in this series. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't like tr- trying to compare hockey to basketball or football or baseball. It doesn't work for me. But I think that we don't need to. I think that when when Connor McDavid goes through this series, you could you could put together a set of clips from this series, Bob, with six to ten instances that are penalties all day long. And the fact that there weren't six to ten power plays given, I can live with. The fact that there's zero power plays given, I think it's a problem for hockey. I think you know you can call me a homer because he's wearing an Oilers sweater. I'd say the same thing if it was if the guy was wearing a flame sweater. You know, when the very best player in the game, like there was a few instances where he was just literally hauled down and hooked and held and tripped and interfered with. It's not good for hockey. It can't. And, and you don't have to call everyone, Bob. If you call a couple, it'll stop happening. That's the whole point of refereeing here. You don't, you're not going to get 10 power plays out of that, Bob. You're going to get two or three, and then it's going to stop happening. So hockey does need to look at that, in my opinion. I don't like what I saw with that. Um, again, I'm not blaming the series loss on it. It had nothing to do with it, frankly. But in a bunch of one-goal games, maybe it did have something to do with it, right? Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.